Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 2, Episode 5. And top of the morning to ya! We're talking about The Luck of the Irish from 2001, directed by Paul Hohen. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. Connor, fuck this movie, McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. Where's our family from, Dad? We're from right here, son. No, no, I mean, where did we come from? You know, what's our heritage? We moved here from Cleveland. We're Americans, Kyle. That's all the heritage we need. I jettisoned every opening bit I had. (laughs) <laughs> because none of them would properly illustrate how mad this movie made me. Yeah. Irish stereotypes the movie. I'll say this. I'll just say this. Like, at some point during this film, if a fucking potato cartwheeled across the screen in a green hat and a red beard and then leaped into a crock pot full of corned beef and cabbage, I wouldn't have been surprised. It's one of the fucking Van Dams from Bleeders just fucking rolling in. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> By the way, this is a Disney joint. So the mouse pulled down his pants and just took a fucking piss right in the Irish people's faces. He's like, oh, you're all a bunch of fucking beer drinking, potato loving assholes. Here you go. But no beer because it's a Disney Channel original movie. Don't forget that no beer is consumed in this entire film. Look, I'm not from Ireland. Me either. Your heritage, Connor, your heritage. Where's your heritage from? Okay, slow down because <laughs> I'm going to get to that fucking elephant in the fucking room in a moment. Um, because these people are robots and this movie's a simulation. Oh, man. I am not from Ireland, but my full name is Connor Seamus McGraw. Hey, just like the guy in the movie. No, that's Robbie Rotten, okay? We're going to get to that, too. <laughs> R.I.P. I was going to save that one, but it's, it's too late. Fuck him. <laughs> but a third of my namesake is in this movie, and never before have I felt so personally attacked by a film in my life. <laughs> Listen, Connor, I'm right there with you. You know, I recently took one of those uh, ancestry DNAs, and I am apparently 46% Irish, so I guess part of me is a little offended by this. Part of me is just like, what the fuck? And another part of me is just like, I can't believe that people enjoyed this so much that it's one of the top-rated Disney Original Channel movies of all time. I want to go back to 14-year-old me and kick my own ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about, like... I don't know, I guess 2 or 3% Irish, but this movie is offensive to me because it's just like, Jesus Christ. You Jess, what do you mean? Joe LaScola, you're so Irish. I know. This movie is the t-shirt, everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is, uh, I don't know, I, I'll, I'll try to plot crunch it, but essentially there's this kid, uh, Kyle Johnson, who, uh, he's got a lucky coin, and, uh, he fucking loses it, and he loses all his luck, and then, yeah, yeah, find out that his family are leprechauns. That's pretty much it. Oh, and he plays basketball. Yeah, and skill means nothing, and fortune means everything, and material possessions are king, and without these things, you are literally tiny and meaningless. Both literally and figuratively tiny. Man, there is so much to, there is so much to unpack here. (laughs) I, I don't think the timeline matches up, but this is the most Irish movie since fucking The Departed. <laughs> 
you know, when you when you guys suggest when, when we were talking about doing this, I'm like, oh, well, like, why don't we do like Leprechaun with Warwick Davis? And then we're like, ah, oh, it's a little too easy. Oh yeah, yeah. By by the way, folks, this is for St. Patrick's Day, which is in a few days. <laughs> we didn't mention that. Yeah, it's in a couple days. A holiday, mind you, that while my people supposedly celebrate, well, not in Ireland really, but uh, in America here, because we're all Americans, guys. Uh, you know, a little history about that. Uh, it's it, it's basically all about uh. The, the Christians chasing all the pagans out of Ireland. Yes. Uh, you know, St. Patrick chases all the snakes out. Mm-hmm. Some people think literal snakes. Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, I have a, like kind of a love-hate relationship with the holiday because of that. You're not literally celebrating the Feast of St. Patrick. You're just getting fucking shit-hammered. Well, most people are, for sure. Yeah, I used it as an excuse to go do my first pub crawl in Las Vegas once, and <laughs> like... That's how I discovered my first drag bar in Las Vegas. So there, that's what St. Patrick's Day has done for me in the last five years. That's a win. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day to me is just making corned beef and cabbage and watching fucking the Leprechaun series. Yeah, I saw a man dressed as a mermaid with fake boobs and pasties. Yeah, nothing says St. Patrick's Day like that. That bar was more subdued in its delivery of of drag queens than this movie was in its delivery of Irish culture. I would have liked it a lot better if it was a bunch of drag queens running around this movie. <laughs> At least it would have been fucking entertaining. That would explain why everyone's so fucking mean to each other, too. Oh, God. Well, this movie opens with this bizarre intro scene where this main character, Kyle Johnson, he's giving this voiceover, and it's like the zoom out of the eye, like the beginning of Lost or some bullshit. And he's like, people, we're all different. Except there's one thing that brings us all together, and it's showing, like, you know, people of different ethnicities, black, white, Asian, Middle Eastern, everywhere, South American. And he goes, we all have heritage. <laughs> thing passed down. It's like I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I get what you're trying to say here, but you just got, you basically just said everyone's different, not that everyone's, okay, sure. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> like, I get what he's going for, but it just doesn't play that way. Not once is he, like... Everybody's different, and that's okay, because we're all the same on the inside. Everybody has a heritage, except me. I'm like, okay, so you came from a dragon? Space? Nothing? (laughs) Space? Were you born in a pod like Keanu Reeves? What do you mean you don't have a heritage? You have parents, right? You're a little white boy. You're obviously of European descent somehow. By the way, this is a dream sequence he's having because this is the kind of problems this douchebag faces. He has a dream of one of his classmates doing this really ornate and involved Native American-like uh, ritual dance. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, he's got a really active imagination or a perfect memory. Cause holy shit. Uh, also his, his, uh, the audience for the school is, is completely and perfectly ethno diverse. Oh yeah, man. Every seat has a different nationality. Yeah. And f- they're fucking age diverse as well. This kid is like torn between finding out his heritage, but also standing up for being an American. Yeah. Which is a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really fucking strange. This is the most political film we've seen since fucking Uncle Sam, for God's sakes, and that's that, that's kind of a shock to me, to be honest. The political voice of this movie is louder than Uncle Sam's. Yeah, yeah. This movie's preachy as, as all shit. This is like, I, the Irish are a bunch of peasants. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, Irish suffrage. Yeah. <laughs> So the dream, the dream come to a close where uh, basically Kyle shrunk down, uh, like honey, I shrunk the kids, and he gets fucking stepped on, and then slam cut to him on the couch, fake sleeping, and his mom, Kyle, Kyle, your 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 big game's on, you, you gotta get ready, and he's like, whoa, I was having a nightmare about things like Heritage Day. There you go, that's my list of problems. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, Ma, oh, geez, I'm just, I'm really wound up about this Heritage Day thing. And she's like, I don't care. Fucking get ready. Basketball, basketball. <laughs> and he's like, hey, mom, what's our heritage? And she's like, what? I didn't hear you. You want a fucking fruit bar and a yogurt? Great. This kid looks at his parents and goes, where are we from? And his parents stop as if to exchange with gritted teeth. Honey, did you hide the body? Yeah, it's in the garage. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Okay, he won't ask any questions. Hi! What do you mean? We're from we're from here. <laughs> Off to school. First, I was I th- I thought they were going to turn to each other and be like, "The child unit is on to us. We're from planet Uranus or whatever." <laughs> and but that doesn't happen. And and then second secondly, I thought that I was like, "These motherfuckers murdered somebody." Or they they're killing people in different they're they're killing kids in different uh, states. And they moved here under a different name, identity. They're like, yeah, we're from Cleveland. We're Americans, wink. <laughs> yeah, he goes, He goes. what's our heritage, Dad? And he goes, why, we're Americans, son. And then the national anthem plays and they salute the flag and they fucking do a <laughs> march and a push-up. I mean, that didn't happen, but if I told someone it did happen, I think they'd call me a liar. No. So he's like 14, 15, right? You're telling me this fucking dipshit never once took, like, a history class? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Unless he just slept through them all because, hey, here's this side plot. Don't forget your lucky coin, Kyle. Or you'll be useless in every department of life. Without money. Yeah, without your without your lucky material item. Solid gold, man. Th- this kid is 14 on the basketball team um, and is apparently their star player. I don't buy for a second that he gives a flying fuck where he's from. He kind of seems like he doesn't. No, I guess th- I guess that's what that is. Well, the only reason he's even con- talking about it now is because he's like he has to give a presentation on it for Heritage Day at the school. So he's like, ah, shit, where am I from again? A star athlete who suddenly is like, where are we from? What's our heritage? Never mind. I don't care. Basketball game soon. Mind you, this whole Heritage Day thing is optional, and he's getting like peer pressured into it by this chick that likes him, Bonnie. She's incredibly mean, and he's also. And even though if she is given kind of bedroom eyes, this this fucking lump of coal, um, uh, he is oblivious. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, he does a better job as Goku than than fucking what's his face did. Chatwin? Oh yeah. You mean someone who only gives a shit about one singular physical activity and everything else is completely secondary? Basketball, and that's it. I mean, imagine this guy. He goes super saiyan. His hair turns fucking bright red. <laughs> they have this basketball game. And he plays for the Screaming Eagles. Oh god. And uh, you know it's coming down to the fucking wire. Did anybody else get Teen Wolf vibes from this shit? Because I sure as shit did. Yeah, yeah. This movie is also aggressively 2001 because. Uh, our, our protagonist's hair is uh, spiked up as hard as it possibly can with what has to be hair glue, the officially branded bullshit. He's got some Sugar Ray shit going on here. What the fuck's that guy's name? <laughs> Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath fucking vibes going. He uh, He's in the basketball game. You get introduced to this, this friend of his, uh, Russell. Um, and, and then they're, it's coming down to the fucking wire. It's, you know, down to two points left and the ball goes flying and somehow this motherfucker slip flagrants into the ball and it bounces off his fucking shoulder. Like he's playing volleyball and goes in for three points and they win by like a point. And it's like, woo, hooray. What a, what a lucky play. I'm sitting here thinking, is that even regulation? One of my favorite characters introduced here and that's coach cocaine. (laughs) Dude, this guy looks so familiar and I didn't look him up, but. He's somebody. I know he is. When you glance at him uh, from a distance, he looks like Zap Rousdower from The Last Sacrifice with Mission Science Theater fame. Um, 
I'm surprised he wasn't chasing a cult and getting drunk in the Canadian wilderness. Kinda, or like Sergeant Slaughter with a mullet. Yeah, like, he just, he looks like, I love his voice, he's like, <laughs> Come on, Kyle, get down there and throw the ball at the hoop. I have sweat stains down to my waist. So the game ends, and then the movie starts again for the third time. <laughs> because, because like, in the beginning it's like, Ah, we're all different heritages. And then it, like, goes off on a fucking tangent. And then... And then the fucking movie fades down and then fades back up again. And it's like, and they just won the basketball game. He's like, my life's great. It's great being the star of a basketball team or whatever. Um, And then he's like walking around and it's just like that kind of thing. We're like, oh, hey, Kyle, man, that was a great game, dude. And then like the cheerleader's like, hi, Kyle, you did a great job. (laughs) Yeah, she gives him a kiss. His buddy's slapping him on the fucking back. The whole school's clapping for him. He's like, everyone loves me. I'm like, this is a fucking dream. This movie's a fucking simulation and these are all programs. (laughs) Like, Exactly. Why it's he's walking and people are like glitching to like my man, my man, my man, my 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 man. And because also they also their behavior seems to shift on a dime as a mass of people and not on an individual basis. Well, like you were joking earlier, maybe they all got switched with pod people. I saw Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I know how it goes down. I swear to God, fucking Donald Southern Sutherland's there. He's screaming at him. That's Coach Cocaine. Yeah. We get that scene with Bonnie coming up to him that we, we were talking about a little bit earlier, and she's basically, you know, you know, pushing him about Heritage Day. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And even Russell's... This is where Bonnie Bot 2000 shows up. She's like, Kyle, why don't you care about your heritage? You must care about your heritage, don't you? Reprogramming. Oh, Bonnie, you run everything, don't you? He's trying to blow her off about it, and she's like, ah, I guess a mindless jock wouldn't understand. And he's just like, mindless? What? All right, I got a test. I got to leave. <laughs> At the very next scene, he's literally daydreaming about this fucking great, you know, couple of days he's been having and fucking forgets to take the test for what I can only imagine is like 45 minutes to an hour. A whole a whole period. And then he just like, oh, fuck, the bell rang and then just starts checking off all the answers. And the teacher's like, oh, Jesus Christ, Kyle, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, he's like, oh, I take even more points off for stuff like that. I take extra points off for wrong answers. Don't you fucking understand that? So you don't do that shit. And he's like, oh, sorry, fucking Mr. Whatever and he hands him his test and he's like holy shit all these fucking answers are right and he's like yep guess I just must be lucky <laughs> fuck you and then he leaves here's the thing there is a in the first act anyway the simulation jokes tied directly into a Rick and Morty episode because a lot of this stuff has like a one to one comparison where Rick is trapped in a simulation and at some point like Morty's there too and someone's like the teacher's like Morty what's 9 plus 5 and he's like 95? He goes, that's right, it is 95, Morty. You're the smartest kid in class. Everybody say goodbye to Morty. (laughs) So here's my question. Who is Jerry in that equation? Is that Bonnie, Russell, uh, Henry Gibson? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's probably the dad, actually. It's probably a one-to-one with the dad. It is definitely Kyle's sad sack of a dad. Good old Bob Smith. Okay, I need to go back to Bleeders for a second, because had I known that the movie after we watched would have a Robert Smith... Uh, after I made a Robert Smith joke, <laughs> fucking blew my mind. <laughs> this guy's killing children. I like how his I like how his two names are both basically aliases. Bob Smith to uh, Bob Johnson. I changed my name from John Deere to Joe Deere. Then we, then we get another scene with uh, Kyle and his fucking parents after school, and yeah. she has like this this alien ass Cobb salad. She's like tr- you know feeding him. <laughs> 
looks like the fucking lettuce is hanging over the sides of the bowl and it looks like almost entirely onions and just uh, oil on the inside. I thought that they were going to be like adoptive parents and he was just like a leprechaun and they didn't like tell him oh so like it was like elf or something yeah 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 she's like i found this recipe inside a health food magazine enjoy your shitty salad for dinner did anybody else get really like weird twin peaks fucking vibes off of this scene oh man then it turned into like a uh uh Terry Gilliam film for like two seconds because like the fucking we, we bust out the fish eye and we're doing these weird shots of the parents <laughs> and like it's like what the fuck like it's just so fucking bizarre yeah he's at the table and he's having the conversation with them and he's like he's like yeah so uh so about that heritage thing like where, where are we from and he's like um his dad's like looking at his mom like giving her crazy eyes and then he like looks back at him he's like we're from cleveland son and he's like no 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 not no like before america where do we come from and they're like don't worry about it kyle just eat your fucking salad there was no time before america stop asking questions america's for the free and the brave and it is good so the next day because they they don't give him any answers he goes to school on you know i'm gonna look this up and i shit you not he goes on this thing called web tech and he searches (laughs) the word johnson and i'm sitting there saying this guy's gonna get nothing but pictures of dicks back like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i gotta tell you something though i was wanting one of those fucking macs with like the colored backs oh yeah basically he's he's looking up johnson's on the internet and uh bonnie comes over and she's like oh i know a better way and god knows what she looks up oh yeah she's like she's like well did you try your parents name and he's like yeah nothing came up for him and she's like all right, well, did you try your parent, your, your dad's name Cle- with Cleveland next to it? And he's like, no, I don't need your help. Don't get away from me or whatever. I want these stupid computer fights. Get out of my room. Yeah, yeah, basically. And it's like, that's not how that works. You, you don't just look up, jo- like, again, like like Connor said before, like, from Johnson to fucking Smith. It's like the most generic fucking name. So, of course, there's going to be five million pages of things with people that, with the last name Johnson. He might as well be looking up witness protection people, like. <laughs> Which they make a joke about later. It's like when the fucking Simpsons moved to become the Thompsons, but far less subtle. Uh, yes. Because after this scene, he goes home, he's like, and then my day got even weirder. And he's like, another one of these, like, weird scenes where it's, like, handy cam shot of, of him in the fucking, like, side, you know, sitting room or some shit. And he's looking at his dad's old fucking yearbook from 78. And he's like, I can't find my dad anywhere in here. And that's where he finds the, the, the birth certificate for fucking Bob Johnson or uh, for Bob Smith, and he, and he puts two and two together, that, oh, man, the names don't match up. Why would Dad change his name? And then, you know, his his fucking mom comes home, and she's just like, huh, huh, yeah, what are you doing over there? And he's, like, being obvious as hell. I'm convinced that this script was, like, a rejected, like, thriller script or, like, horror movie script, and they were like, huh, how can we recycle this shit? Oh, we'll turn it into a fucking leprechaun movie for Disney. Yeah, so he finds this yearbook and all the newspaper clippings and his secret super FBI birth certificate, whatever, and all this top-secret information he's not supposed to know is wedged in the page where his dad's yearbook photo is. I'm not sure how this constitutes his hiding this information, and then they shouldn't act weird when he suddenly starts asking questions. Yeah, I mean, especially if after, like, let's say for the sake of argument, like you guys were saying, he is 15, 15 years of basically just never asking, and now all of a sudden he does ask, and it's like, oh, we just happen to have this information lying around, easy, easy access. But when you find out the secret, you're like, 
that's the secret? Like, why didn't you just say your mom, his mom is Irish? At the same time, if it was such a secret because of what, not only are they Irish, but they're, you know, what they are, why isn't this in a fucking safe or burned and just not available for his eyes at all? I guess, but it's just fucking dumb anyway. Why are we keeping this from the kid? Why wouldn't you just say, yes, son, we're Irish? You don't have to say, yes, son, uh, your dad fucked a leprechaun and you're half leprechaun. His mom's uh, maiden name was O'Reilly. You're fucking Irish. Oh. Oh, oh, O'Reilly. Yeah, well, he just finds that. <laughs> you shouldn't even have to ask. The most Irish-ass fucking name you could have gave these people. Yeah, he his name might as well be Sharnas O'Hennessy or something like that or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Kyle's out there shooting hoops with Russell, you know, bullshitting with him. He, he fucking fires a ball off behind him like 30 feet out, and he just makes the shot no problem. Russell's like, man, you're just lucky. You're the luckiest guy in school. Everyone knows that. He fucking doesn't even fire this ball. He, like, smacks it into the hoop without even looking. Also, he's a real big asshole about this whole luck thing. Everyone's like, man, you're just, like, everything just works out for you. He's like, whatever, man. <laughs> Swish. Just, just lucky, I guess. Oh, I just found a fucking 50 on the ground. Thanks. <laughs> He also, at one point, this is important for later, but he uh, he touches the rim. Oh, yeah. And Russell's like, man, he's like, I can't believe you touched the rim. That's unbelievable. My dad scolds me about not being able to touch the rim. And I'm just sitting there like, your dad, like gets pissed because you can't jump high like that's kind of fucked up also your dad is like fucking eight feet tall but he has like two scenes and in both of those scenes like he physically stands out above everybody else because he's like a, a head and a half above everyone or more but yeah they like joe was just saying they he finds a fucking leg bill on the ground and then just like they're walking in a park or some bullshit not even they're walking down the street in the middle of fucking uh this backdrop this little city this little town that they're in the back backdrop of this is like these fucking cascading mountains <laughs> this mountain range where the fuck are these people well they're walking down the street and just out of nowhere make a 90 degree turn to this fucking bench hey look the shameless guy <laughs> the scene of step dancing <laughs> Robbie Watson. <laughs> they're like hey there's an irish festival oh look the symbol on the fucking flyer is the same symbol on my lucky charm let's go to the fucking Irish festival. And then from the distance they hear... Dude, I wanted to jump through the screen. <laughs> he literally goes, Russell goes, Hey, I think that guy's Irish, Kyle. Maybe you're Irish. He goes, huh, maybe. And then cue the... Like the fucking Irish music starts playing immediately. Somebody's playing a fucking flute somewhere. Yeah, I, at this point, like... The movie, I was talking to my screen. I was like, hmm, I also remember Riverdance. Yeah. I was so confused because I was like, what is happening? Is this the St. Patrick's Day Festival? Is this just a general Irish festival? No, yeah, honestly, it looks like this fucking festival was set up by this Seamus, oh, villain man. Yeah, I guess. It's like he set up for himself. If this was an elaborate ploy just to steal someone's coin, um, then this guy either has lots of disposable income or... Or just doesn't know how to pull off a petty crime. I think that's literally what it was. Because, like, let's be honest. These two characters go to the fucking St. Patrick's Day uh, Six Flags. <laughs> it looks like Irish Disneyland. That's what it looks like. Instead of the teacups, we got Irish whiskey cups. <laughs> Don't get too drunk. <laughs> ride the fucking flying potato ride. There's a church just like, come in and fight your relatives. <laughs> Flip the gold coin into a fucking cauldron. The booze is on us, you dirty, filthy green bastards. Get in there. Rawhead Rex is the fucking mascot walking around. Oh, boy, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> They're 
there's somebody dressed up in a raw head Rex mascot costume taking pictures with the kids. Well, no, well, no it's actually him. That's the thing. <laughs> He's eating children, like, in the back? Yeah. Oh, he's in the spook house, the Irish spook house? No, he's, first of all, he's not eating children there. He's in the church peeing on the priest while people are punching their relatives. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's this fat, like, he, he he's like the henchman guy to the Seamus guy. Oh, you mean top of the morning to yeah. you? He's just like, oh, top of the morning to you. And he's giving, he's, like, putting, like, shamrock lays around people's necks. He fucking, like, harasses a four-year-old. <laughs> he sure does. This little girl runs up to him and he's like, top of the morning to ya, little girl. You smell like whiskey, mister. Kyle and Russell are walking around and they they stop uh, at this little stand and there's, like, other gold medallions that look like Kyle's medallion. And he's like, and Russell's like, hey, man, look, there's your fucking medallion. He's like, no, man, that's not real. This is solid gold. And then, uh... Probably shouldn't be screaming that out loud, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Fucking Henry Gibson comes up, fucking Dr. Pennyworth himself. Um, I, 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 I see that, uh, necklace you have there, but, uh, I never ever told you about my frogs. <laughs> Oh, that's a nice little uh, little charm you got there, weed wee charm boy. But what about the frogs? I know you want to see a frog. Look at this. You ever fucking see a shoe that was made as nice as this? I don't think so. Just replace frogs with shoes, and it's the same character. <laughs> the only thing he's missing is the goddamn bathrobe. Yeah, and then he pu- he like puts it. It's as close up his fucking foot. He puts in this like block, pulls up his sock, and he has like a charm or some shit on it. And then tilts his shoes, so you see the sole, and he has. I'm not even kidding. It's the Death Eater symbol from Harry Potter etched into the bottom of it. I'm like, wow, what is the significance of that? I don't, because I because I guess leprechauns take pride in shoemaking or whatever. And I guess the snake on the shoe is like him because he fled Ireland? I guess. That's the family crest, though, for the O'Reillys. P.S. Spoiler. It's his grandpa. Spoiler, this guy's name is Riley O'Reilly. Yes. I Yes. <laughs> he's he's talking to Kyle and Russell, and I forget what, but he, he buys, like, some food or some shit for them, and he has these quarters that he just flips in the air, like, ten fucking quarters, and they're, like, flying all over the place, and they land perfectly stacked. What is with this? He's like, buy, buy yourself some taters, and he fucking flicks it in the air, and they fucking fly into this CG bullshit, and then they land in this stack. All right, now that's... The, now I remember why I didn't remember what he bought them, because I was so offended by it. You know, I, I'm not even like that. So, like... Maybe offended's the wrong word, just maybe perturbed, I guess, with all the potato talk. It's just kind of like stereotypical nonsense and it's not even fucking funny like yeah we you said that fucking joke 900 times and this guy's a fucking proprietor of a goddamn potato chip factory like called emerald isle like jesus fucking christ i mean i recently grew a beard and half of it is red i might as well have been an extra in this film uh but yeah it's some of this stuff i found to be just like it's it's like haha it's not it's subtle references it's like these aren't subtle these aren't references um this is just a string of stereotypes that you kind of crudely stitch together and then call it a day yep which then just progressively gets worse especially when his mom comes back and is a different person altogether but neither of you sliced your potatoes too thin and then fried them and invented potato chips a hundred years ago so he's got you on that one also i was gonna say when he uh threw these coins up in the air uh, harvey dent went to grab one and fell to his death <laughs>
You always have two minds about everything, Harvey. Batman doesn't kill. <laughs> I don't kill. Bye! So yeah, he disappears after his little coin trick, and uh, here comes the step dancing from the Saint of the Step. Um, I actually like this part. I thought the river dance shit yeah, I was... Yeah, thought it was cool. I thought it was impressive. I like it. Well, I'm sure Disney threw some money at a local troupe and was like, do you through the thing? Yeah, that thing. The dancing thing. Cool. The step, whatever the hell it is. We need authentic Irish people in this movie, or else we're gonna look like a bunch of fucking bigots. Do you know Michael Flatley? Do you know Michael Flatley? One of you probably knows Michael <laughs> Flatley. Come on. You're river dancers. You must know Michael Flatley. Lord of the dance. What is it? No, Saint of the dance. Because we couldn't do Lord of the dance because that's, that would be a direct ripoff. This guy is like fucking Seamus comes out and he's got this like matador looking shit you know, shirt on, except it's green. <laughs> Dennis Leary once said Michael Flatley comes out in his fucking bullfighting jacket. <laughs> With his, and he said it with his pirate shirt floating in the wind. This Seamus guy's walking around touching people, and they just keep fucking dancing. These, like, people just fucking start dancing out of nowhere after he, like, caresses them. Well, yeah, because he makes Kyle step dance, you know, by instinct. Yeah, I read a creepypasta about that once. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> so, yeah, he he's in there, and Russell's like, how do you know how to do that, Kyle? And he's like, I don't. Tap to the tap, 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 to tap, to tap, tap. And to go back to your earlier point, because I just put two and two together on that, he, you know, Seamus must be coming to these towns and doing these events, because the second that he does the, the, the river dancing, he, uh, you know, he can pick out who in the crowd is automatically enticed by it, and he has his fucking uh, top of the morning goon uh, go in the crowd and, you know, check it around and just essentially punch Kyle to the ground and then, uh, hey, guys, uh, did you think that the thing was stolen right then and there? Um, no, because he still has it around his neck. So somehow this fucking thug was able to switch the gold necklace charm out for the fake one? Oh, th- first of all, this dude is an expert pickpocket who clearly picked the wrong career choice. Actually, I just got it. Like, he knocks this, this he knocks this, kid's di- this kid down, and then he takes the fucking necklace, but then he puts one of those stupid shamrock lays on him, and I think he kind of fucking puts the fake necklace on as he does that. Exactly. He, you know, this guy's like Huel from Breaking Bad level good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, I, based on the way that the next couple scenes go, that was where I jumped to that conclusion. But, you know, you know, Kyle has no fucking clue. He's cl- he's totally brainless on this. Because, again, mindless jock. Kyle also seems like a passenger in this thing called life where he just relies on his good fortune to get him from day to day. And more or less just goes and goes like, whatever, everything just works out for me. And just sits there like a fucking block of wood. He relies on his good luck to get him through, like, his morning, like, routine. Like, getting out of bed and then, like... <laughs> <laughs> like getting out of bed and like picking out his clothes and shit. Oh my god! Yeah, because the next scene is the next morning, and he, you know the fucking alarms going off. His, you know, I I don't remember if his room was a mess in the first scene, but it is now. No, it's a shithole. He's about to have the unluckiest day of his life. TM. This was the part of the movie that reminded me of my mother the most. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is she loves her her heritage. And around this time of year, St. Patrick's Day is the time when she dyes it, you know, super red, and she has the curls going big time. Uh, the difference is my mother is a human being, and the woman in this film is an illusion. <laughs> the woman in this scene is a fucking caricature of an Irish woman from, like, the 1700s. Yeah. Oh, this this woman might as well be the Song of the South version <laughs> of Irish people, That's exactly... Okay? You put you just fucking sang my whole thought with that line. This is the this is the Irish song of the South. This movie. Yeah, he goes to eat breakfast and like his mom's hair, which was like 
she kind of looked like um like earlier in the movie like Leslie Mann from like the Apatow movies like it was all kind of like done up like a mom do and just look kind of nondescript. He comes into the living room and he his entrance might as well have been announced with Irish flutes like or like the Dropkick Murphys or something. Oh no, they're later. No, it was it was the Toe Kick Johnsons or something. The Toe Kick Johnsons. Yeah, they changed it from the Toe Kick Smiths. Yeah, and like she fucking she turns around and now she has flowing curly red locks of hair and she's like oi son sit down and have your breakfast she turned into the main character from brave <laughs> also it's kind of like uh uh my mom is aggressively irish in her appearance like she has this kind of hair um i don't it just tra- it, it didn't grow from my head it grew from my face <laughs> it's good. you put that on a t-shirt connor <laughs> The question is, do the curtains match the drapes? Stop it! That's my mother! (laughs) I was talking about you! Connor, you inadvertently took that in a much darker direction. (laughs) Well, not only does she have the curly hair with the very bright red, you know, uh, stereotypical Irish look, she also is now humming Irish tunes to herself and has, like, a pretty thick Gaelic accent. Listen, man, I'm with it because she's making black and white pudding, and I fucking love that shit. She's got some bangers and mash going for breakfast. I'm with it. She makes so much food for these fucking two people. Is there a, a portal in the backyard to, like, a big giant farm out in the fields of <laughs> Ireland where she can go and murder all of these animals for this fucking food? Because I doubt she went to the local butcher and got it all. She has the refrigerator from Naked Gun too. She just she fucking <laughs> climbed in there. It's the one from Ghostbusters, but she opens it up, it's just Ireland. Yeah, it, it opens up and it goes, Blarney! <laughs> What, her potatoes jump out of the bag on the counter and start baking themselves? Oh, yeah, they cook themselves into fucking potato chips. You also have a scene where, you know, as this bangers and mash is coming out, you know, Kyle and his dad kind of look at each other, and uh, (laughs) Kyle goes... I don't know what he says, but he's like, ah, mom's being a wee bit strange, eh? There is no Johnson, only O'Reilly. And then dad is like, has his look like, break the glass, hit the button. <laughs> they got the most, like, plain Joe-looking dude I've ever seen. He's just, like, he's balding, he has, like, a dad beard, he's kind of portly and wears, like, a sweater vest the whole fucking time or some shit like that. He kind of looks like the guy from Pickers. In the, th- in the third straight episode with a Resident Evil 2 reference, he looks like the truck driver in the beginning. He does. Oh, the remake? <laughs> The guy eating that sloppy-ass burger. (laughs) The most beautifully rendered sloppy burger I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Ah, it was finally starting to get good. Or if you want to go a little more classic, that guy's a maniac. Why did he buy me? I ain't got no clue, darling. Anyway. You also, you know, if you weren't sure by now, you find out that, hey, uh, we're Irish. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. She's like, son, I have to tell you a secret. (laughs) Sit, sit down. This one's a wee bit of a missile to your chest. Do you have enough corned beef and cabbage? I can give you some more. I have potatoes and hash on the side. Now, if this movie had a brain, she would have sat down. She's like, I have a secret to tell you. Versvedish. <laughs> actually, we're actually Scottish. Just Ragnar Lothbrok breaks through the fucking wall. Oh, my God. Fucking what's-his-face is there? Sigvaldson's there? Yeah. Like, imagine if they were, like, Norse, and then they, instead of turning a leprechaun, they just started, like, killing their neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> It's in our heritage. <laughs> we have to go hunt the giant wolf, Fenrir. They go to the church on, on, on St. Patrick's Day. They got everyone's there. With the priest has like the green, uh, you know, uh, the, the the green scarf that the priests wear. Oh yeah, and and they're going in there just butchering their neighbors. Hey, it's, you know, it's our heritage. You know, you guys have your heritage. We have ours. We're no region. What can we say? Yeah, but that's a t- that's way too honest of a representation of Swiss people. You'd have to get the Swedish chef in there. <laughs> 
to really <laughs> hammer home how this movie feels about people's ethnicity. Oldie fierce, fierce, barney dirty. Give the Swedish chef a fucking mace and have him go to town. We got the flirty birdie ancestry heritage birdie. Everyone in this movie should have been a fucking Muppet and probably would have came off a little better. <laughs> That's such a good analogy, holy shit. Uh, so yeah, and then he, he, they go for their, uh, walk to school? The bus? I don't they're just traveling, him and Russell. Um, and then he, he goes about his usual, I guess, daily pompous routine of finding money and going, ha ha, look at that! Um, and then deservedly so, a truck comes along and splashes him with a, with water from a puddle. And he drops the money. Yeah, and then he drops the money into a stream moving zero miles per hour. Dude, by the way, real quick, like, the camera makes a point to cut to this fucking dollar floating down the gutter for, like, five seconds. Yeah, like, as if I'm supposed to follow it down the road and watch Georgie get his arm ripped off or something. Pennywise is like, oh, thank you. We all float down here. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm already having a bad day. I don't want to make it worse. <laughs> Pennywise is like, I, I understand. Keep walking. <laughs> Thanks for the dollar. Except it's not Pennywise. It's just Warwick Davis down there. <laughs> it's literally Tim Curry, like in his wheelchair down there. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, Thanks for the dollar. He's like, You think you're unlucky? <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> Come here so I can fucking smack you with my good hand. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you're a fraction of my age. Kyle's in class, much, you know, the Goku comparisons keep coming. He, he's, you know, he's daydreaming. He fucking loses his homework. His backpack splits in half or something. The unluckiest day of his life consists of finding a dollar and then losing a dollar, <laughs> getting splashed by a liquid that will dry, um, going to class and going... I lost my homework, and then flipping his backpack upside down, and then letting a bunch of mysteriously crumpled paper just fall everywhere. Look, maybe it's the way you packed your backpack, you stupid shit. Uh, can you hand me that Hustler? It's got, uh, you know, I haven't read it yet. (laughs) Sorry about that, Teach. My favorite part is when he opens his fucking locker and he gets these fucking pig's feet and fucking horse cum all over the front of his fucking jacket. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, he, he... for some reason, thought to carry the bucket of slop that his mom gave him for for lunch or something, and just stick it into his locker like an asshole. I'm pretty familiar with a lot of like Irish food and like Scottish food, and I don't know what the fuck this is. It's like, dude, I'm telling you, this looked like a lobster claw in a fucking bowl of gravy. Those were pig's feet, ah, oh. floating in a fucking bucket of fucking horse semen. That's what it looked like. An Irish cinnabon. <laughs> You also have this. You also have this great gag where he's, uh, you know, believe it or not, I can't. Some of these jokes actually land, at least for me. He he goes to get a drink of water out of the fucking water fountain, and it just sprays all over his crotch. And this fucking girl that kissed him in an earlier scene, like, walks up to him, sees the pee stain, and just fucking <laughs>, laughs and turns the other way. Dude, I that got a legit laugh out of me because he's like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" And she looks at him and then looks down at his crotch and he looks down and goes, "Oh man." <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> You can't, you don't know how to take a piss correctly. My question is, like, I've been on the receiving end of some shit like that with a water fountain, but, like, he just stood there and held that shit down as it just kept unloading on his leg. But it wasn't a couple drips like, oh, I shook on my pants a little bit. It was like, I straight up pissed my fucking drawers. To put the fucking cherry on top of this horrible day... He uh he goes to basketball practice and it's the day of the semifinals for the all you know for the championship state you know state championship and he's star player man yeah star player and the coach says all right guys uh, good practice uh, you guys can all leave after you nail uh, ten foul shots we got to be ready for the game tonight everyone's like okay 
quick shot of Russell missing. No fanfare, nothing. Just, ah, Russell, you fucking missed. Whatever. Next person, Kyle. <laughs> oh, I'll show you how it's done, Russell. Totally fucking whiffs it. Sometimes I wish this was a video podcast. This is one of these moments. This coach literally face palms and, like, grabs his arm like he's about to have a stroke. <laughs> this coach is covered in sweat immediately. He's like... <laughs> Well, because the scene before that, he keeps going on about this is the first time we've ever made it in the state championship. We're such a small school. We can't blow. We can't screw this up. Small school. This thing's like a fucking industrial complex. It's gigantic. Also, if the rest of your team is that bad that you need one player to win the game, coach, maybe that's a you thing and not a team thing. Also, Coach Cocaine should should know better, okay? But he was probably too busy snorting lines and sweating too much to really, you know, commit any more time to his team. Do you think the entire time Kyle was doing these uh, foul shots, as you just described, he was uh, in his office doing cocaine? I mean, he wasn't present. They're, they're there, I don't know how long past when practice actually ends as the two last losers in the fucking building. Um, and then uh, Bonnie, Ronnie, Holly... Uh, robot girl comes back in. And what was her purpose for walking in here again? So that her and Kyle could have an argument and he looks like a douchebag? Yeah. She's like, man, you, you gained everything off of luck, man. He's like, oh, he's like, maybe I just suck or something. You suck, Bonnie. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> you suck, Bonnie. <laughs> Immediately regrets it like, man, did I screw up? Get out of here. This is a basketball court. Girls don't belong here. And then she fucking dunks on his ass. Yeah. Because there's this whole, you know, subplot of her character that she wants to play basketball, but her dad is basically the dad from Cool Runnings who wants the ki- junior to work for Webster, Webster, and Cohen. Yeah, it goes fucking nowhere. He's like, ah, yeah, my dad won't let me play any, you know, extracurricular sports because if it's not for a uh, for a scholarship, you can't do it. So she's like, that's why she's in like, every club. Yeah, not even for a scholarship, though. It's like, it's like uh, for something so she can get into some kind of medical school. Like, right. Real quick. The mom is her name's Marita Marita Garrity, and she plays fucking Nancy in Groundhog's Day. I knew she looked familiar and fuck. <laughs> oh, that's right. This is the end of his unluckiest day of his life, guys. Um, this is when the computer simulation goes all rogue on him. Um, and uh, he plays the game like a boob as if he's never played before, because maybe you should probably, as uh, Bonnie says in the scene before, Maybe you ought to practice every once in a while and not just, you know, just lazily throw some shots. And you're like, yeah, not even trying. Listen, man, I, I played youth basketball and I sucked and I never got a basketball thrown at the back of my head unless someone was trying to hit it. I got something to say about the referees in this movie, okay? <laughs> they, they'd be more suited to referee pro wrestling matches, okay? With the amount of shit they let slide. So, yeah, Kyle plays like a boob uh, and then goes home. He's like, this is the worst day ever. I'm going to die. Is, is this where his dad cuts him off first? Yeah, because he wakes up, another another alarm going off with his wrecked room, and he, he's uh, stumbling out, and, uh, you know. He wakes up, and there's a bunch of smoke in the fucking house, and they run downstairs, and they're like, what the fuck's going on, Mom? Oh, and she has, like, a fucking, she look she... She suddenly has, like, a barmaiden dress on or something? Like, she looks like an Irish immigrant from the fucking 1700s, man. She, She's, like, fucking stoking a peat moss fire. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it makes your breakfast taste wonderful or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, well, I, she, okay, this, this doesn't happen yet because first he has to go to school 
um, and a series of bad special effects happen to him. Yeah, with his fisherman's cap on. Yeah, he turns into the fucking singer of O-Town. He leaves the house and suddenly looks like he's gonna go fucking fish above the piranha-infested waters and get killed by them while humming, um, show me the way to go home. But now he's wearing it conveniently down over his ears, um, and wears it into school, into class, and no one tells him to take it off. Well, because apparently this is, you know, this is his, his... this is how he hides his secret identity. You know, Clark Kent's got fucking glasses and a big jacket. He's got a fucking fisherman's cap because no one's going to recognize him. Yeah, nobody's going to recognize me. I look like fucking Bob Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except now, you know, now he's going by uh, Kyle Smith to try to throw people <laughs> off. Uh, newsflash, Kyle. Uh, the whole school fucking hates you. The hat ain't helping. Why did he think a fisherman hat was going to conceal the fact that everyone knows who you are because they go to school with you? I don't think it's to conceal the fact that they go to school with him. Oh, wait, yeah, it is that. But then when he takes it off, he's got, like, fucking red streaks in his hair and pointy fucking ears. Yeah, it's there to hide the fact that they they slapped this kid into makeup real fast because they didn't want to film an actual transformation sequence. Oh, God, we get some fucking shitty after 2001 After Effects later. We didn't talk about it yet, but at some point between when he loses this fucking coin but doesn't know it yet, he starts shrinking, like, an inch or two a day because he's in, he's in this school lab and he's not, you know, of course, not paying attention at all. He's talking to Russell, and the teacher calls him out. Hey, uh, what's uh, what's I and I do? And he's like, uh... What metals are magnetic? And he's like, and starts drooling. Iron and whatever. And then she's like, anybody else? And the whole entire class raises their fucking hand. He just responds, I, I have a note. I'm allowed to wear this hat in class. I don't give a fuck about your hat. You don't, you're not learning anything. So then she calls on Russell. Yeah, like, literally, this scene only exists so... So that when he has a magnet in his hand for this, you know, lab test or whatever, oh shit, his necklace, you know, gets stuck to it. And he's like, hey, wait a minute, gold's not magnetic. And I'm like, okay, fucking Einstein. <laughs> uh, this is then when we get one of the lines of the film, guys, because this fucking hack comes off. And he's got he's got Legolas fucking elf ears and he's got spiky orange hair and he shouts to the sky... Oh, for the love of Mike. Oh, for the love of Mike. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Like, who's... Is it Michael Flatley? Is that who we're referencing <laughs> here? Is this... You think so? Right after that, though, then Russell goes, Hey, uh, by the way, uh, didn't I used to be shorter than you? And he goes, Oh, my God, I'm getting shorter, my laddie, yeah! Well, he... No, he looks up, and the camera goes all fucking fisheye on him, and he goes, Oh, saints preserve us! Yeah! <laughs> And then he fucking just, like, bounds off screen like an asshole. And then just, like, fucking runs home. I'm like, truancy. Yeah, he's, like, slowly turning into a member of O-Town, and then he's like, I gotta go home. Yeah, he's like, I'm turning like, I'm turning to a leprechaun. I'm like, you're turning to a boy band member or something. You look like you... Did. Now he looks like the lead singer Sugar Ray, minus, like, the annoying little, like, goat patch in the middle of his chin. <laughs> <laughs> he starts just talking like Mark McGrath. He's just, he, like, speaks in, like, fucking Sugar Ray lyrics, whatever the those are he just runs inside and he's like mom every morning there's a hill in the corner hanging on my four post bed he says all that and then uh, his dad goes hey uh we gotta tell you something meanwhile cut to his small mom his shrunken ass mom on the table and then i i wrote this down phonetically so you can get an idea of how thick these accents are getting she goes son i'm a leprechaun <laughs> So, his dad's basically just like, yeah, that's about the size of it. I fucked a leprechaun, and there you go. (laughs) That's you. Was she already, like, 
tall, regular-sized person, or, you know, how does that work there, pal? I don't know. You think she shrinks down sometimes, and they kind of fool around like that? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're kinks. He's yeah. like, oh, I love when you look like little tiny people on my dick. I love when you crawl inside my ear canal. <laughs> like... <laughs> I love when you box my dick. Treat your testicles like a speed bag, honey. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking posing down there like the fucking uh, the the fucking fighting Irish. <laughs> Now that she's revealed that she's a leprechaun, she breaks out the old pan flute and starts playing a little ditty. Uh, she's dressed in, like, fucking rags. She's not even in that cute little dress she was wearing the other before. No, she's dressed like a leprechaun. Yeah, she she's dressed in, like, like, like fucking overalls with, like, patches on the knee and, like, some shitty vest. Yeah, like, with a green overcoat and, like, gold buckles on her fucking shoes. Might as well have a fucking shamrock sticking out of her hat or some shit. Did they have Piccolo over with the clothes eye beam machine or some shit? Like, oh, make her look like a leprechaun, Piccolo. Okay. Clothes beam! <laughs> that's my favorite special move in Dragon Ball because it serves only one purpose, and that's to give Gohan a new outfit. That's it. <laughs> People seemingly, people also later in this movie shrink and then have a different outfit that all of a sudden fits their newfound tiny anatomy. So we'll get to that. The rules of this leprechaun transformation thing are so fucking broad and stupid. It seems like it's it varies on person to person, honestly. Because well, you have three members of the same family who are apparently suffering the same affliction, but all of them are manifesting symptoms differently. Like if this was a medical case, you'd be like, fucking blow my brains out. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, because like the mom immediately. Or she doesn't immediately, but she turns into a leprechaun within a couple days, and then it takes Kyle a longer time because he's, like, half leprechaun. Yeah, in one day, she shrinks down to seven inches, and then, like, he loses an inch or two a day. Yeah, it's like Fred Savage and Little Monsters. Yeah. And then, like... Henry Gibson, like, fucking, he's like, well, I'm, I'm really old, and it takes a long time for me to turn back into a leprechaun. Have you ever run from time? It's very complex. <laughs> Don't grab my beard. Anyway, um, so mom's a tiny person now, um, and she's just dancing away without a care in the world, um, and then, uh, Kyle's like, um, you, the thing you guys gave me is gone. I don't know where it is. And she's like, oh, fuck, what do you mean it's gone? She, like, breaks her flute in half. She's like, you fucking did what? <laughs> <laughs> That's your goddamn birthright. Oh, if I was tall enough, I'd box your ears. Oh, she fucking, <laughs> she fucking lays a doozy on somebody later. She goes to Bob, ah, stick me down your pants and let me to ride your cock. It's the only thing that calms me down. <laughs> I'll strap a saddle on you. <laughs> let me let me ride that Cleveland dick. Bob's like, I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle. I got to take care of this. <laughs> For some reason, he's like, yeah, I went to this Irish festival because, you know, those are a thing. His father goes, hey, I know you, you really got to tell us about that. We really don't want you going there. Why don't they want him going to the fucking fairgrounds? What are you? Are you afraid of carnies? Yeah. <laughs> you can't go on the Ferris wheel, you young man. Maybe he knew about Rawhead. He didn't want to take any chance. That's right. He'll fucking eat you right out of the car, man. Right off your little bikes, you little fuck. Yeah, because their dad just can't get to the car fast enough because he's stuck behind a measly metal gate. After the mom's done riding the dad's cock, she she basically explains, Oh, it got stolen? Well, it can only be one person because no one else in the world would ever want this lucky coin. Your grandpa. Okay, here's the rules of this movie don't make any sense anymore because it's it's like... If the grandpa, who is also in the same family, has the family luck at MacGuffin, like, wouldn't it all be the same? It would all be the same because we find out later that 
it couldn't have been him because the youngest person in the family has to possess it for it to work right yeah right but why wouldn't why wouldn't his mother realize that also by the fucking way i'm just gonna say it now because it's so fucking stupid and we're talking about it anyway but like they changed their name to get away from the o'reilly family because henry gibson didn't like the fact that she was marrying a non-Irish man. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to ask why they then live in the same town? Uh, that too. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, they say in the movie, like, well, he wasn't a leprechaun, and it's like, no, it's because he wasn't Irish. Um, also, again, like I just pointed out, in the movie, they say, yeah, we had to change our names and leave because your dad didn't like this marriage of, of, of mixed races. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this sense, it's, you know, leprechaun and human, I suppose, what it is. Yeah, you, you get this reveal, yeah, like, oh, no mixed marriages, and then fucking mom is, like, hopping ready to go track this guy down immediately. But again, but I was, I was gonna get this, this, like, logistical fucking plot hole you could drive a Star Destroyer through. They say, <laughs> they say we changed our names and left Cleveland because we had to get away from your grandpa because he didn't approve. So you moved to the town where he owns a potato chip factory? I guess. Um, also, just real quick, they lived near Lake Erie, so that comes up later. But they bring up Lake Erie, and it's supposed to be, like, a funny connotation because there's a place in Ireland called Erie, but that's not how it's pronounced. But it's pronounced Erie. Erie. Um, uh, so then Mom is like, Ah, put me in your pocket. I'm gonna go punch my father in the face. <laughs> Stick me down your pants front. Bob's just looking at Kyle. You know, Kyle, I know this makes you uncomfortable, but, you know, again, it's the only thing that makes her calm down. <laughs> He's driving the car, and his mom's just in his dad's pants, <laughs> jerking him off. <laughs> just hopping up and down on him. It's, oh, boy, it's getting all over my leprechaun gear. Where's Piccolo? <laughs> I need a new suit. Holy shit. Oh, make it a drain. The funny thing is that's Bob saying that, and he's not even Irish. <laughs> You won't see anything, son. She will literally be in my pocket. So they go to Emerald Isle Potato Chip uh, Company. And, you know, Kyle and Bob go in. And I guess the mom. But uh, <laughs> they, they go inside. So they go to the security guard, and they're like, yeah, can we uh, can we meet Mr. O'Reilly? And this, this fucking uh, Mike Huckabee son-looking motherfucker <laughs> is sitting there going, ah, I don't know about that, sir. I think you need to leave. They're like, are you going to make us? And then slam cut to them being thrown like in the bushes outside. First of all, I don't believe any of these fucking old heifers could lift these guys uh, any higher than a few inches. Because as we see in a few scenes later, all of them are very, very out of shape. Yeah, this fucking fat Irish John Cusack looking motherfucker. So, yeah, they, they get tossed out. And then, um, lo and behold, uh, Bonnie's field trip to the fucking potato chip factory. And and it's and it's like in a throwaway line like yeah, she shows up or whatever and like fucking Kyle like Kyle gets thrown out, sneaks around the bus and like walks in with the kids. But then like a beat after that, the fucking woman's like, "Oh, this is 
this is where we make the potato chips and you know a long time ago when they made the fucking chips he sliced the potatoes too thin and he threw them in the fryer and that's how they made potato chips I like how you're, now you're from the east end like you're, yeah I don't know I'm slip sliding into fucking Australian now you're from now you're from fucking Whitechapel anyway fucking Kyle raises his hand and he's like hey is there a basement in the Alamo and she's like no you, no he's like he's like where's grandpa O'Reilly and she's like you his office is in a different place he goes oh, okay I know exactly where to go then thanks okay bye and then fucking um Bonnie like runs towards the back of the group and she's like what are you doing man she's like you're not part of the fucking what what trip is this for it's for like you're not in the fucking uh uh, uh overachievers overachievers club you didn't earn this <laughs> He didn't earn this potato chip factory tour. And then, yeah, he just tags on this field trip looking like a sore thumb, uh, especially when he pulls her from the crowd yeah. into a staircase in a very well-lit room full of employees, and no one says anything immediately. No. This fucking building looks like a military base at a GoldenEye or something. Yeah, it looks like the fa- it looks like the facility, man. Or the dam. Yeah, the dam. It does look like the facility. Uh, Fat Irish John Cusack sees them, like, in a hallway, and he fucking hits the fucking big red button, and then, um... All the security guards go after them. All the security guards go, and they take out their fucking nightsticks? Yeah, the, the fucking Benny Hill music starts playing, and they're, like, running down these hallways. Well, they see a Vulcan running down the hallway. <laughs> Get that goddamn green-blooded Vulcan. Get that logical son of a bitch out of my building. <laughs> fucking green-blooded bastard. He's gonna, he's, gonna start sh- he's gonna start shouting math at us. He's gonna be rational. So then a, a really not-so-merry uh, chase ensues. That uh, climaxes when they jump onto a fucking golf cart. Yeah, cause, you know, that was an interesting choice of words because in the parking lot, Bob just climaxed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby. There's two levels of rising action here. We only see one of them, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get the image of this little woman, like, pleasuring this dude, this fucking fat bald guy in his, in his Ford Expedition in the front of this potato chip factory. She's, I'm telling you, she's just, she's in there and she's just like ding, 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 like knocking his balls around. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to make it rain white in here. So yeah, then Kyle and Bonnie jump onto this fucking little golf cart and like get into this narrow hallway that is the exact width of this golf cart. Dude, it's like the Austin Powers scene, except they fucking run this guy over and send him into a box, into boxes of potato chips. Which actually, when I thought about it, I'm like, that actually probably hurt. The next scene, Kyle falls into a tube? Yeah, he he, he goes through the chute that all the movies go into to make it to the fucking dumpster. He's, he fucking falls down the goddamn potato chute. He falls down a Rube Goldberg device, basically. It's just like, it looks like a laundry chute, and he's like, ah, falling down headfirst, and then drops 15 feet in the air into an empty cart or something, presumably breaking his neck. He's fine, unfortunately. It's like a, it's like a fucking the Willy Wonka factory, and when he comes out of the tube, like a fart, you hear a fart noise, and then he falls into the fucking tube. His grandpa's is there, who has like zinger of the movie. He's like, He's like, ah, better not bake this one. It's my grandson that I previously denied his, his, his existence to my own employees who are all now behind me. <laughs> and then he gets up and without skipping a beat, he's like, oh, almost got baked. And then Bonnie seemingly has um, 
no preservation skills whatsoever and just leaps into this fucking tube too and she's like Kyle and just fucking slides down dude she face plants to the ground there's yeah. no cart to catch this girl and she just fucking eats shit in the ground <laughs> she sure does and she just she just hops up and Kyle doesn't even ask her if she's okay I'm trying to remember what happens next cause I, I, I know uh, Henry Gibson gives this fucking uh, backstory about how him and the daughter or the mother I guess him and his daughter had a disagreement about the, the marriage and they haven't talked and her family has history. Okay, yeah. But then he says some shit like, our people have had a thousand years of oppression and then we had to come to America. And I'm like, who? The Irish or the leprechauns? Right. This is where this movie starts to decide that it's just going to get really preachy. Yes. And it hits you with like several scenes of like back to back proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free and like the fucking boondock saints theme is ringing through the fucking mountains of Ireland. <laughs> like this movie doesn't know what it wants to do. No, not at all. So then like, the, I don't know, they, they accuse grandpa of stealing the coin. He's like, that's stupid. Why would I steal my own luck? Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, he's like, I don't know. He, he somehow, he's like, he didn't, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Does he ask him if he went to the Irish festival, even though he confronted him there? Oh, you fucked around with Seamus, or whatever. And he's like, that low-down, dirty snake. Um, Seamus something, whose last name I don't remember, but um, let's just pretend for the sake of argument that he is Seamus from the WWE, because it would make this a lot more interesting. Yes. And that this, uh, and that to solve all his problems, he just bicycle kicks people in the face. I'll do you one better, he turns into a fucking rhino. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> I always forget that happens. If Henry Gibson turned into Seamus, who then turned into a rhino. <laughs> oh, boy. That, yes, please sign me up. Um, so they're like, they're like, oh, let's go confront Seamus. So they do. <laughs> <laughs> he comes outside and, uh, you know, the dad's, the dad's trying to start the fucking car and he can't. And he's like, oh, I almost got it. But really, he's just fucking climaxing. And he's like, oh, I guess the car's not going to start. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was hitting the brake pedal there. Right after he finishes his business, he goes to shake uh, Henry Gibson's hand, and he looks down and says, eh, uh, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, Henry Gibson, like, sticks his head in the car, and the mom is, like, buckled in into a seatbelt in the back, and she, like, undoes it and, like, walks up to her dad and, like, fucking socks Henry Gibson right in the fucking mouth, and he, like, falls backwards. That got a laugh out of me. It was pretty good. She's like, oh, you bastard. Well, she knocks the shit out of him, and then, you know, like you guys were saying, they can't start the car, so so Riley goes, oh, all right, we could take my car, and it's this fucking green convertible. It is a puke green, like, almost lime-tinted convertible. I'm like, uh, and they make it a point to drive past the Emerald Isles logo. They also make a point to drive past Russell, who's just wandering around the street and then just, just, oh my God, fucking hops in the car. This movie universe is the smallest one I've ever seen because not only do they live by the grandpa they were trying to flee from, but they also managed to drive to confront their Irish supervillain and along the way pick up a fucking a, a party member <laughs> exactly it's like they came across a fucking bard for their fucking dungeons and dragons raid party um they're driving down the street and this little boy like walks out into the middle of the street and goes hey and then they just stop the car and he gets in the car and then they just continue about their business it, it functions just like recruiting an npc I, I would like to know too when he does get in there's a series of like gags where he's just like shocked wow your ears are pointy your hair's all uh, orange wow then they show the mom who's standing like in the center console 
Well, you know, mind you, they're driving around. She's not buckled in or anything. No. I don't know how she's not falling all over the place. And he's like, wow, your mom's a leprechaun, huh? She's like, Mrs. Johnson? She's like, oh, it's me, Russell. I love ya. Then fucking Henry Gibson has like this long ass, fake ass beard and leprechaun ears. They go they go to the fairgrounds and Seamus's uh, vehicles there. And I'm like, they're going to go back there. And like, what are the odds that Seamus is still going to fucking be there? And lo and behold, he is. And they look through like the window. Henry Gibson like looks through the window on the uh, Winnebago that fucking Seamus has. And there's like a safe open and there's a box of gold coins open. He's like, oh, there's our look. For some reason, they send Bob on this Mission Impossible uh, mission and he's like fucking like yes. sneaking, for lack of a better term, towards the, the vehicle and he, like Joe was saying, he sees the uh, the money in there, but as he's looking, uh, this fucking Seamus motherfucker jumps out and starts driving this uh, Winnebago around <laughs> and he's got Bulk and Skull in the back of the truck. The, the, the fucking top of the morning to you guy has this fucking greasy blonde hair this fat dude it's like what the fuck that looks like a wig you're wearing yeah like a bowl cut or something yeah, it looks so stupid we get this fucking car chase i guess we'll call it where seamus takes fucking tips from dolph lundgren and driving that bus <laughs> he's fucking taking these turns with his life the fucking farts got kicks up oh my god this i, I was like are there real big fish in the back of this rv what's fucking <laughs> happening here seamus is like oh the corned beef and cabbage throw it out the back on those fuckers and he th- and they throw it out and it just fucking whacks this goddamn convertible and just shit goes everywhere and then they crash right yes or they crash or like oh no they blow out a tire yeah and then henry gibson was like well i'm so lucky that i didn't need a fucking spare tire <laughs> guess what grandpa you get this weird scene <sighs> the scene is in it it's a fucking enigma, this series of events. Oh, it's weird, man. This scene is very, very strange. Yeah, uncomfortable and strange, because it starts with Kyle pouting, saying, oh, man, you know, I can't play basketball like this. I look like an asshole. And, you know, they're like, okay, but... What does that have to do with your ability to play? He's like, oh, I never had any ability. It was all the lucky coin. I'm a loser. Yes, this is true. Well, Kyle, that's the most adult thing you've said the entire film. First step is admitting it, yes. And, and you know, somebody says it might be Bonnie. She goes, well, you know, it could be worse, Kyle. And then cue the downpour. It fucking starts raining on this car. And, the, and Henry Gibson's, like, pressing the button trying to fucking put the convertible top up. And it's busted. And then I'm like, okay, they're going to run into, like, a building or something. Nope. They sit in the back of this fucking car under, like, one umbrella just sitting in the rain for fucking 20 minutes. They, they, they are cuddled together as if for warmth. As if they're in the middle of the woods and, like, they're plane has crashed or their Why? boat fucking capsized or like the the plane that was that was flying them crashed into the water and one of them had to go swim in and pull a hatchet off a dead pilot <laughs> It's just like, why? Why wouldn't... I mean, there's, like, buildings all around. I'm like, you guys are parked next to an industrial complex. Go inside and use a phone. If they did that, we wouldn't get this next series of events where Bonnie... This is true. The character who's not Irish, mind you, knows everything about Irish history and and goes on about, oh, you know, the Irish, when they first came to America, you know, no one liked them. And so they did all the jobs that nobody else would do. And they probably didn't get paid what they deserved. And then, you know, Connor, you said a few other things with a line in the movie this was the fucking line of the movie for me because it was so... I grabbed my chest and went... Because they go, well, they didn't get paid what they deserve. And Russell, which we didn't bring this up by now because it has no other impact on the plot other than this line. Yep. He's, he's, he's black, but he goes, well, at least you got paid. <laughs> 
He says this to no reaction from the movie's score to the characters <laughs> to the editing to the way the scene is shot. He says it as if firing a shotgun into the air <laughs> and no one moves a fucking muscle. Bob reacts. He just kind of shrugs his shoulders like, yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, that's what they came to American for. They're, to work their asses off. And that's what you got to do because luck ain't going to save your shit. There's this weird undertone of like, people came to this country to work hard and not be lazy. Yeah, what is that? Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, millennials. Uh, they came here to not be fucking oppressed, dumbass. Land of the free. Anyway. So Bonnie, Bonnie gives the speech about how, you know, we're Americans, you know, Americans, Americans don't give up. And, you know, all of a sudden all the characters get like a fucking pep in their step and are like, you know what? You're right, Bonnie. You know, we're giving up too easy. American luck. This personal crisis lasts maybe 45 seconds it's a long 45 seg- seconds yeah so you, you know bob goes off he's gonna go check a gas station the rest of them i don't remember what the fuck they're doing but henry gibson opens up his trunk and it's just filled with shoes he loves his shoes and and then you know much like dragon ball where bulma and yamsha suddenly were you know giving each other the eye now i guess kyle kind of likes bonnie because she knows a lot about his heritage or something or is it just blarney sean oh, oh you know people God. kiss on the uh, blarney stone <laughs> and taurus kiss it you know i i'd rather do that than watch the rest of this movie but i had to do it he goes you know what bonnie i kind of like you she's like you really? Or is that just Blarney? <laughs> and then fucking Henry Gibson's like, look, a rainbow. Oh, my fucking God. I was waiting for the Lucky Charms to be at the end of it. <laughs> here comes the jackhammer of Irish stereotypes here, okay? Because not only do we get um, a rainbow and a pot of gold reference. Uh, well, I'm sorry. What's supposed to be a joke ends up as a literal pot of gold. Is at the end of a fucking rainbow. Yeah, because Russell's like, uh, actually, rainbows is uh, I can ex- can be explained scientifically because the rain and the sun on reflections or whatever. And and Henry Gibson's like, oh, I'm a fucking leprechaun. What do you think? I know a rainbow when I see one. I know what they do. Also, why does Russell even bother? He saw a tiny woman in the front seat of a car and his friends growing elf ears. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> the scientific th- it, like it doesn't work anymore. Like throw it in the garbage. You should be rubbing your eyes, going like, this is the most unlikely series of events I've ever witnessed in my life my brain would have melted from trying to figure out the rationality of the situation and then i'd be like oh magic okay and they follow this fucking rainbow all the way over to uh uh, seamus's rv right well yeah in front of the irish pub oh that's right where they're inside singing fucking shanties (sighs) they're singing fucking uh cockles and mushels yeah yeah, they're in there quote-unquote celebrating yeah they're swinging around fucking corned beef and cabbage sandwiches and drinking fucking guinness and meanwhile like this building looks like the inside of an ihop too like there's like just (laughs) people like trying to enjoy like their son's fifth birthday or having like a breakfast together and these guys these guys are (laughs) it's like a retired pizza hut it looks like no Irish pub in existence, but it's the Irish pub. So they sneak into um, uh, Seamus's RV. Yeah, they, they sneak in the RV, Kyle and uh, Riley O'Reilly. And, you know, Kyle immediately grabs his coin. He's like, oh, I just have a feeling this is mine. I just have a good feeling about it. Well, they're all gold coins with, like, other, like, Gaelic sigils on them. And, you know, not to keep picking apart the plot of this film, because it is, again, a Disney Channel original movie, but... Uh, I have some questions about the end of this film based on this scene. If this guy has an entire trunk full of these lucky coins that he's collected over the years, why is his luck just shit? Um, it's not shit. Actually, his luck's pretty good. The, his whole fallacy is that he <laughs> makes bets that 
he can't win. Yeah, but I guess my whole point is, if you got that much luck, if we're just going off the basis that Kyle has this lucky coin and it makes him this lucky, and this guy's got like all of them, two hundred of them, he should be fucking, you know, closing his eyes, bouncing quarters off the floor. I, I don't know, doing backflips and still winning. He should be doing trust falls off the Empire State Building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the way this works because the way I took it is like the 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 particular charm, lucky charm TM is <laughs> uh, protects the family or or keeps the or or the magic yeah. of that particular one keeps that particular family in like human form so they don't shrink. And so this is you're basically is this like the one with Lucky Charms basically where he has to you know pretty much jump across the multiverse and steal all these fucking coins from Jet Li. That's what he's doing because Endgame is he wants to be king of the fucking leprechauns, man. He should just go to fucking Vegas and just play the <laughs> slots for like an hour and he be set for a millennia. Why don't you go buy a fucking island somewhere? So they, they yeah, and Grandpa's like, let's just take it all because I've learned no lessons in this 200 years I've been on this earth. And Kyle's like, we're Americans. We didn't come here from Ireland to steal stuff. Yeah, here comes that weird pro-America shit again. Americans aren't pieces of shit, basically. We don't steal from other people. Screenplay by George H.W. Bush, what? Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I'm going for. Unless they've got some crude oil wheel and steal from nobody so you know yeah as henry gibson's basically trying to decide if he's gonna steal all this money or not uh seamus gets like a feeling or something and then he just shows up like pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh and just captures <laughs> fucking grandpa in his millennium eye he grabs gibson by the fucking beard and he's like if i got a fucking leprechaun by the beard he can't get away is a saiyan's tail what the fuck pretty much and then fucking kyle's like oh i'll make a bet with you because and because Seamus can't turn down a bet or whatever because he's a crazy gambling fucking crazy leprechaun. I mean, is that what you extrapolated from his characterization? Because there's really not much. That's it. And that's his only one character trait is that he gambles. Kyle's like, I bet I can beat you in some sports non-specific ones. Yeah, I bet you I can beat you in sports. I'm like, why didn't you pick basketball? Dumbass. Anyway, he's like, yeah, if I win, I get the coin in Grandpa. And if you win you get the coin and grandpa <laughs> and he's like okay sure he's like all right dummy the all of these transactions are sealed with a high five and i guess that's like a handshake in this world anyway they high five and they fucking get transported to ireland and fucking him kyle and russell are like decked out and fucking like ye old fucking celtic Garb. Bonnie doesn't go with them, even though that would make it three versus three because Bonnie's not allowed to play sports, I guess. Yeah, because she's a girl and she's Spanish. I need to address um, this uh, Ireland setting real fast because I get that you can't literally take this to Ireland. And I'm sure moving from this location that you clearly filmed the same three block radius was probably a little difficult. But did you really have to go out of your way to dress up? What I assume is a golf course. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Random just like bits of, like, it looks like the universe imploded, like this is all it's left. Like it looks like the end of Dark Souls. Yeah. Why is there just a piece of Stonehenge sitting in the background <laughs> with like a, just like a fucking pot in front of it and then other just like Irish stuff? And I love how it's like at night so everything has like a vignette around it so like it just falls off in darkness. You don't even know where the fuck you are. It looks like an episode of Goosebumps the way this shit shot. Oh for sure. Yeah there you go. Nailed it. Well because the whole the whole point of this is to kind of show off the old Irish you know sports. Yeah. You know it's 
Don't ask me what they are. I'm Irish and I have no fucking idea. But one of them involves throwing a wagon wheel. Yeah, one of them is called, the first one's called hurling, which is basically like field hockey slash cricket, I think. And Kyle just, a ball gets thrown at him and he hits it over the fucking goalpost. And they're like, okay, win. And then it's like, throw a wagon wheel. And fucking Seamus wins. Throw a rock. And then he's like, throw a rock. And then Seamus wins that one. And then there's like a wrestling match. Yeah. And Seamus kicks kicks his ass, kicks Kyle's ass. It should be noted that this is a grown man doing this against a 14-year-old. And like, it's like, he's like, I'll challenge you to some sports that require lots of upper body strength. Yeah. And then... Anything that involves a ball, because the last one is like a, the the second to the last is like another ball. I think it's like rugby or some shit, and he just fucking kicks it across the goal line. And then they have a fucking dance-off. Vanilla Ice himself walks onto the scene, <laughs> and you know, or takes over Kyle's body, however you want to envision this at home, folks. The ninja rap possesses Kyle. Yeah, and he, uh, he starts dancing really poorly, and they go, what is that? He goes, it's my dance. And then he just starts breakdancing randomly. And fucking wins. We were led to believe that Kyle was a useless mound of flesh without this coin, and that he couldn't even play the game he was supposedly good at. And now he is uh, apparently not just decent, but dominating someone in certain departments of this challenge at things he's never done. And this this is what I'm saying, like, this guy should have been doing backflips, like, 16 feet in the air. Like, he should have easily beat his ass in this department. For sure. He's also magic, and Kyle is not. <laughs> right. <laughs> he should have just pulled out a gun and shot Kyle in the face and called it a day. Let's be real. Yeah, it's very true. He was, he was, under, he was under no obligation to play by any sort of rules, and he just, he's like, okay, <laughs> sure. Well, I think, I think he says some shit like, oh, it'd be Irish sportsmanship or some shit, like, to be fair or something like that, um, which he is, uh, oddly enough. So then they tie, and then Seamus is like, well, give me your grandpa. Yeah, and he's like, no, I bet you, uh, uh, you can't beat me without my lucky coin in basketball, and he's like, you got a deal, and he's like... If I win, I get the coin in Grandpa again, and if you lose, you have to go back. You have to live in, in Lake Erie, and he's like, okay, wherever that is. <laughs> and then they fucking, pl- and then and then it's, again, it's the, it's the fucking, it's the last scene in fucking Teen Wolf where Michael J. Fox wins the basketball game without transforming. Seamus' powers are very, um, it, broad. Because he just, he not only has the ability to teleport people between seemingly uh, across countries or in between time and space. He's Bobbity. Yeah, but he can he can fast forward time. He can displace entire groups of people. He can slam dunk, man. Yeah, him and his goons are all disguised as children and they're on the opposing team. Um, Meet all the while, Henry Gibson is chained to a fucking basketball net. Yeah, like up on the bo- on the board. He's up on the backboard with a, with a giant fucking Jacob-ass Marley chain <laughs> on his fucking, like, wrapped around him he's like oh save me boys you can do it you can do it you can beat that bastard well and then you know bonnie arrives with the parents and uh you know they're all back to normal and you know they come in and and for some reason bonnie and the dad can see that they're the leprechauns are involved but nobody else can yeah and kyle's mom is now back to regular height with her hair back to normal in regular clothes, you don't see her transformation back to this at all. It just happens off screen. Bob's crying in a corner because he knows it's going to be a while before she gets that small again. He's got to, he's got to have hired someone to steal the coin. <laughs> yeah. They're having this, like, tensionless basketball game, and then suddenly uh, Grandpa uh, Beardface Chain um, 
is like, Russell, take this coin. Just fucking throws it. He's like, it's lucky or some shit. Go away. It's definitely not a placebo. Um, And then Russell's like, yeah, my own lucky coin from a person I have no emotional attachment or, or your personal connection to whatsoever. Thanks, creepy old wizard. Well, he's like, oh, he's a leprechaun. This must be lucky. Watch me. It's Mike's special juice, special stuff. And then Russell suddenly, um, uh, like overtakes the whole game he's dipping and dodging behind people he's fucking slam dunking everywhere um meanwhile um seamus and his cronies are even disguised as school children blatantly running and shoulder checking people like it's a fucking pro wrestling match and the ref's like yep i'll allow it and like we're just getting like slam cuts back to the scoreboard and the timer and then the scoreboard and then the game and the timer and the scoreboard rinse lather repeat it's this for fucking seven minutes you also get the scene where uh Kyle, you know, he finds out from Russell that he got a lucky coin, quote-unquote, and he goes over to Grandpa, and he's like, Hey, Grandpa. He's like, This is bullshit. Why would you give him a lucky coin? What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, you fucking idiot. It's not lucky. It's just, it's, it's, he needed some confidence. Kyle goes, uh, after he hears that, he goes, he, get, he gets all chipper. He's like, Oh, you know what? Because he's like, Oh, it's all inside his heart. Russell just needed a confidence boost. And then Kyle goes, Huh. You know what, Grandpa? You're right. It's been inside me the whole time. The luck of the Irish. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's amazing also. It's never earned. And it's like, you didn't work hard for it at all. You just decided you were going to fucking be good. You can't. That's not how that works. But in the meantime, Seamus goes Super Saiyan Red. He goes full Lazy Town, man. He, he turns into, not even that, he turns into like the leprechaun version of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Like, he gets all gaunt and weird looking and grows like a goatee and has red hair. Uh, he looks hysterical because at some point, <laughs> if you look at his chin, you can see the latex that's on his chin keeping his fucking hair attached. Oh, yeah. Um, because his makeup was done in like two minutes, it seems. Um, and then he's fucking running and growling around this court because he's like, ah, you gotta lose, man. Whatever, I don't care. Um, and then I don't know. It's it's tied or something. And then, um, uh, well, then Russell, the you know, finally get the uh, the call back to the earlier scene where he finally touches the rim, and his dad's literally jumping out of his shoes. He's so happy. Yeah, yeah. His dad is like his his tall fucking dad who's sitting in the bleachers. <laughs> high above everybody else even people behind him his kneecaps are above them much like the first game it's down to the fucking wire you know three seconds two seconds and you know with like a 1.6 seconds left kyle bounces the ball to russell russell fucking jumps in and dunks it and for the win yeah he touches the rim as if that's what this movie's been all about the entire time it hasn't been but it makes you think it is and then one of the only bad effects from Beetlejuice makes a reappearance in this film. Oh, shit. How did it look worse? Kyle's ears shrink, and he, like, turns each one to the camera so you can see the shitty after effects morph back into a regular ear. So Seamus basically, you know, he lost, and he goes, Ah, you know, I'm gonna be the king of the leprechaun, so I don't care. Send me home. Send me back to Ireland, to the lands of Erie. And then he makes that joke. It's But it's not Erie. It's called Erie. Yeah, he's like, you're going, you're going to Erie. And he's like, oh, you fucking stupid American. American bastard it's Eddie and he's like nope I'm from Cleveland you're going to Lake Erie and he's like no and his fucking arms shrink and then his head shrinks in like <laughs> some of the worst fucking early 2000 CG that I've ever fucking seen and uh 
he he like folds up like the fucking like like Luke and fucking witches, and then like the coin drops off, and he like disappears and gets shot off into fucking space, and then dunked into fucking Lake Erie. After he blasts off, they uh, it magically reappears at the end of the basketball game, and uh, you know everyone's cheering, you know. And, you know, they, they pick up Russell and they, they pick up uh, Kyle on their shoulders like C-3PO and R2-D2 at the end of Empire, or at the end of Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Again, again, this is a simulation. None of it's real. Yeah. Well, then you finally get, uh, you know, Bonnie's father shows up and just says, Webster, Webster, and Cohen, I, I mean, where were you, Bonnie? This, this, this movie had the audacity to frame this like it was a payoff. Yeah. He steps down like, who's this sharp-dressed man? And Bonnie's like, hello, father. That's my dad. And then Henry Gibson rolls up. Oh, you should be proud of your daughter. She she came to Emerald Isle fucking potato chips, and she's getting the potato chip scholarship. But she needs to play a sport. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, hey, Bonnie, you're playing basketball next year, right? And she's like, I guess so, Dad. <laughs> Wink. And then the beginning of a wonderful relationship as Bonnie and Kyle side hug. Yeah. Freeze frame, baby. Yeah, freeze frame. And she whispers in his ear, I'll fuck you because your grandpa's getting me an internship. And his <laughs> eyes just widen. <laughs> cut to fucking black. Oh, actually, not cut to black. Because, you know, we talked about this pro-America shit. And there is this scene. Oh, my God, you're right. Yes, I forgot. Kyle finally does his uh, his Heritage Day. And he's doing the fucking step dancing that he now magically knows how to do. He starts fucking singing, this land is my land, this land is your land. And then... Bonnie comes out and starts singing with him, and then everybody fucking joins in. Also, mind you, he does this step dancing, not in front of an Irish flag. He does it in front of a fucking giant American flag. Because I I have Irish heritage, but I'm an American. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, this country was founded with immigrants. We, We... Put him into slavery. I mean, it's a it's a great opportunity for everybody. Expansionism was a wonderful. Th- I mean, <laughs> Uncle Sam is like in the corner pre burn, just clapping. <laughs> he just he's fucking he's just grinning like Jack Nicholson at a party, going like yes. Um, yeah that 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 was uh, the luck of the Irish. And I know we've been we've been we've been treating this overly seriously than we should because the fucking. Di- Here's the thing. Well, I don't know. I think there's some propaganda in there for sure. This is overly saccharine and nonsensical, and it's trying to wrap up this weird, bizarre social political political social commentary in this like bizarre, uh, illogical fairy tale um, that's has aged fucking horribly. Yeah. I think if I had like if you put me in a room with Brink and this. <laughs> I would go back to Brink in a fucking heartbeat because at least I'm like, well, Brink has people rollerblading. At least that's exciting. This is just fucking stupid. And I can't believe this is what people remember from this era of Disney just trying to pump out young stars like it's a factory. Yeah. Um, because it's it's produced nothing, honestly, outside of like Miley Cyrus licking a sledgehammer, Hillary Duff disappearing into thin air, and this kid going on to become a mermaid in a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> so where are we putting this? I'm throwing this into that goddamn potato shoot that was early in this movie. <laughs> except at the end of it is a is a is a barrel that's just got like a tire fire. Um and it just falls right in the middle of it and just singes into ashes. You know, whatever happened to good Disney movies like Fuzz Bucket? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Phil Fondacaro plays a fucking imaginary friend to this kid who's just lonely. And, like, it's this little rat monster thing. 
Um, it's really fucking weird, and I love it. Yeah, I don't fucking need this at all. You can fucking throw this right in the trash with my fucking, with your leftover fucking corned beef and cabbage right in the fucking dumpster. I don't need it. Again, like, I'm not even Irish, but, like, this is, like, just so fucking offensive and just, like, stupid and just, like, it's everything I hate about the holiday. Like, this reminds me of one of like a fucking St. Paddy's Day pub crawl, like all those jackasses running around with like fucking shamrock sunglasses and fucking stupid hats and shit. You mean like the, the total bastardization of uh, of a holiday and what it's supposed to mean and like or in this case, like what like yeah, like an entire like uh, ethnic culture and just basically just using it as a means to tell this like cockamini fairy tale that this doesn't make any fucking sense that ends on a fucking wet fart. Yeah, yeah, it's just this arrogant fucking boisterous bullshit of a bastardization of you know a culture and it's just like fuck you don't need it right in the trash fucking slam dunk that shit right in the fucking trash yeah i mean i gotta kind of just piggyback off of joe a little because he's right it, it is basically just taking all these stereotypes and tropes about you know a group of people and just 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 trying to put like a family friendly spin on it but it's still really kind of offensive and unnecessary it you know it's almost like you know they saw people putting fucking green uh coloring uh fluid in their fucking cores light and they were like huh you know how can we turn that into a movie and they made this um you know this this, this is your post uh saint patty's day meal after it's uh ejected from your anus into the dumpster <laughs> You know, you just take a blender full of that green beer, corned beef and cabbage, throw in this, you know, you know, I was going to say throw in the soda bread, but that's actually a good thing. And, uh, we, you know, we're going to keep that out of the dumpster, put that on the shelf next to some better films like uh, Leprechaun. And, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, better films is the key word there. I did not say that necessarily a good film, but it is a better film by fucking leaps and bounds. At least it's fun and enjoyable. Yes. And at least someone gets their uh, head caved in by a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I wish I had my fucking head caved in by a pogo stick after watching this film. You know, the, it's the it's the drippy diarrhea draws at the bottom of the dumpster. It's it's just not. I don't want to think about it again. The green crock of shit that's fucking smeared on the side. So that's it. That's The Luck of the Irish from 2001, directed by Paul Hohen. I'm Joel Escola. I'm begrudgingly Sean O'Rourke. I was Connor McGraw. I'm dead now. Happy St. Patrick's Day, dumpster dwellers. Do you have to do that? Of course I do. I'm Irish. That's how I manifest despair. <laughs>